0: Hello and welcome to the Wicked Things Podcast. Today's story is called Small Town Terrors. Locals have always gathered at the little roadside diner to share a cup of delicious coffee and usually some small town gossip. But there is something very different in the tales being shared today. Cheryl's eyes flashed open and wide with the excitement of the hunt. Okay, here I come. The 16-year-old babysitter jumped to her feet from the brown microfiber couch. Cheryl's blonde ponytail bounced behind her as she rushed off to start the game of hide-and-seek across the wooden floors of the two-story Victorian style home. Elizabeth clenched her tiny hands over her mouth to muffle her breathing to hide better from Cheryl. Her mind raced to thoughts of Danny and Mimi in hopes they had found good spots to hide. Her eyes traced the edge of the wooden kitchen cabinet door as the kitchen lights announced Cheryl's entrance. The uneven cabinet door allowed Elizabeth to peer out without being seen. Her breathing became panicked as she spotted Cheryl. She swallowed hard and slid back into the cabinet, but bumped an old glass vase her mother put down here. Her eyes widened as the terror of being discovered suddenly became real. The bright kitchen lights flooded the interior cabinet. Elizabeth, out of instinct, raised her arms defensively. The bright light blinded Elizabeth as Cheryl's voice echoed inside the cabinet. I found you! Cheryl's voice was carried throughout the home and reached Danny's ears first, as he hid beneath his parents' bed. He knew to keep quiet unless they discovered him, and he definitely did not want that. His thoughts moved to his foot as he stayed home from school today, because he twisted his ankle. He knows he could not outrun Cheryl, especially now, Cheryl's frustration wore deep on her young face, as her eyes scanned the upstairs landing for a clue. Her eyes narrowed as her attention comes to the last room to search. Was the Carver children's parents' room? They lock the door handle from within. A smile crosses her face. No fair. Locking the door is against the rules. Danny trembled nervously, but was determined to escape. He immediately questioned his hiding spot as he suddenly realized that under the bed would be the first place he would look. He crawled from under the bed and scanned the room for a better spot to obfuscate himself. Cheryl had returned from the kitchen with a butter knife. She jammed the knife into the space between the door and the frame. It fit. She smiled as she jiggled the knife until it slid behind the door latch. Here I come, she announced. Danny slid behind his parents' dresser as the door burst open. He watched as she fell to her knees and looked under the bed. He felt relief knowing he had made the right decision. He crouched lower as she rose and quietly made her way to his parents' walk-in closet. He smiled as he knew she would never find him at this rate. Mimi breathed a little easier knowing Cheryl had gone upstairs. Then she was struck with the memory of little Danny rushing up the stairs amidst all the confusion. She slowly opened the hallway linen closet door and pushed away from the pile of colorful bed comforters from in front of herself. Cheryl's brow furrowed, and her face twisted in anger as she turned away from the open walk-in closet. Her eyes darted about the room until they spotted the thick drapes that hung near the large oak wardrobe as it moved slightly. A demonic smile crossed her face, knowing her prey was within her grasp. Danny leaped from behind the wardrobe, landing on the bed, feet first. Their eyes locked for an instant before both looked to the open door. Danny jumped from the bed through the air, but was met with a well-timed shoulder tackle. Cheryl and Danny landed hard against the floor, just beyond his parents' wooden footboard, with a resounding thud. Mimi looked up, as the loud impact from above made her feel as if the ceiling would collapse she rushed to the end of the hallway, entering the kitchen. She paused, as terror took firm hold of her being. The kitchen cabinets were open, but her sister's hand hung out of the lower corner door. She knew it was her sister's lifeless hand, as it still had the friendship bracelet on it they had made together. Tears welled in her eyes, and morbid curiosity took hold. She moved to the open cabinet door and wept for her Elizabeth. Her sister— "'whom now lay before her, "'eviscerated by a trusted babysitter. "'Cheryl stood and wiped the blood from her nose, "'eyes, and mouth with the sleeve from her flannel shirt. "'She smiled and watched as Danny's body twitched its last. "'She was proud of her work, "'but she knew she was not done yet. "'Mimi!' she called out with enthusiasm. "'I found everyone but you. "'Here I come!' Mimi was young, but not dumb. She looked up with a determination to survive the situation. She drew in a deep breath and summoned courage. She turned to the front room where everything had started and dashed towards the front door. She knew if she could reach the Dittmars across the next door, she would be safe. Cheryl rushed to the end of the second floor landing and looked down, seeing Mimi crossing the front room as fast as her legs would carry her. All they had to do was pay me for watching you little shits, Cheryl screamed. You're not even our babysitter, you sicko, the seven-year-old cried out as she reached the front door. Cheryl paused at the bottom of the steps and watched Mimi. Mimi turned to flaunt her success in the stranger's face. I'm gonna call the cops to come and get you. She opened the door, never losing eye contact with Cheryl. She smiled raised her little hand and flipped off the sicko. Cheryl's eyes brightened as Mimi opened the door. Brad, you made it! A teenaged boy in a varsity jacket with well-manicured blonde hair smiled. Aw, you saved the last one for us to share. That's it for today. Come back later for the next episode of Small Town Terrors or to check out one of our other tales. Until then, this is the Wicked Things Podcast signing off.